What up, what up, what up, what up? It's the Close Your Ears podcast. This is episode number three. It's Cousin Ricky in the building tonight. That's how I'm feeling today. We got the motherfucking Aboriginal with us. Yo, yo, you all love it. Motherfucking girls. Yo. And today we got a very, very special guest. Quincy Chummy Edgerton. You. We gonna get into Chum, Chum, Chum's doing his t-shirt thing and everything. So we gonna let Chum ramble on about that for a little bit before we get into our topics and everything. Before we even get into the shit, what up? What would you got? What, how you feeling about the playoffs? The King going back. Hey, listen. There's no one in the NBA better than that man, and hasn't been for the last 15 years. Except, matter of fact, let me rephrase that for the last 17, because he's been in the league 17 years, and there's really has no been no one in the league better than him. But let me let me just say this real quick. LeBron came into the league straight out of high school. He's never had a Hall of Fame coach in the NBA or high school. So y'all put him up against Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Burbs. If you look at all their coaches from college to, to, the, to the pros, they had Hall of Fame coaches. This man came into the league without a coach. He's a genius in the game. Like, you got to mm. give him his, you got to give this man his motherfucking mm. flowers, yo. Because he's the best to ever do it. He put up 38, 16, and 10 last night. He's the best, whoa, 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 whoa. He's the best to ever do it? He's the best to ever do it, but I'm he's, sorry. Number, he's number two behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, I can't come in the game with no coach. Mike Mayfield, in my opinion. No, Absolutely. Mike came from Dean Smith, from Dean Smith to Doug Collins. Doug Collins is a Hall of Fame coach. From Doug Collins to Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson made Mike because all Mike wanted to do was shoot the rock. Phil said, if you don't implement <laughs> these guys into the game, because straight up, Phil said, if you don't implement these guys into the game, we're not going to win multiple chips. And what he do, he adapted to Tex Winters. Because it wasn't Phil Jackson, it was Tex in the triangle offense. Let's not forget that. Mm-hmm. Oh, chummy on here dropping the basketball juice. Phil, Phil, was, Phil was just a student of Texas triangle offense. Phil Let's just hit the weed and loved everybody. And loved everybody and was a, a motherfucking psychologist to these dudes. Mm-hmm. Well, I know how to deal with And the- all kinds of shit. You see what I'm saying? Because a lot of players couldn't deal with Michael Jordan's his tenacity and his aggressiveness. These dudes was like pussies on the practice. Hold up, hold up. The Puerto Ricans is riding by. Hold on. They shit so loud. It's it's, it's definitely on the mic. (laughs) Claire's a motherfucker. The loud, shout out to the loudest systems in any hood in America. No Puerto Ricans got that shit on smash. No, this is not Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) It's just some essays riding through. Mm. I like my Puerto Rican brothers, though. It's all good. Guess the record, baby. Bucking it up over the Rican shit. That shit loud as fuck. That's some cuz. That's some G shit you just spit I right just there. I just wanted to hit y'all with that because LeBron, LeBron is the most hated athlete in sports. <clears throat> Hands down. Anytime he does... Any, listen, if he have eight points in the game, they shitting on him. You know, if, 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 if it's Steph Curry or somebody else, he's not getting shitted on as much as LeBron. This is facts, cuz. LeBron uh, is... LeBron go out there and give us eight because he deserved it. He deserved but didn't nobody say nothing with Kawhi when I didn't drop the you know, damn near the eight. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? They didn't chew him how they chew LeBron. Since LeBron... Oh, well, they did name uh, Kawhi the king last year. 
But you can't name a motherfucker a king over a year. You gotta see his no. You gotta see his body of work. For one, when he came to the league, he came to the league under Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and Tony Parker, mm -hmm. and motherfucking Greg Popovich. Facts. So, all the magic, you got a Hall of Fame coach. You got a Hall of Fame, the best power forward to ever play the game. Then you got a, a, a Hall of Fame trio point guard and a shooting guard. All you got to do is play defense because the ball is already going in the bucket mm -hmm. with all three of them. What he do? Play D. They put him on LeBron. He ain't locking down, but he, he he limited his points, and they gave him MVP of the finals. What happened this year? He no, I'm sorry. Last year he went to Toronto. He wasn't a leader in Toronto because they was already assembled. He just was another piece that they needed, a big piece. A big piece they needed. He he book bagged them though. He, he came did. front. He book bagged so, them. Get on so, my back. So Bing, from there to to the Clippers. Look what he did with the Clippers. He, he's not a, a, a vocal leader. Mm -hmm. He's not even a leader that's on the floor for real. He's just a player. I he just played great. I agree with you on that. You know what I mean? Sure. He's just a player. Just like Paul George is just a player. Paul George is an all-star, not a superstar. Mm -hmm. He's never proven to be nothing Playoff more. Playoff time comes, he what never, happens? He's never proven to be nothing more than Playoff an all-star. Playoff time comes, what happens? He's all, LeBron is always in his way. LeBron is always in his way, and he can't defeat LeBron. LeBron is undefeated against this nigga when it comes to the playoffs. So if you'd have looked at LeBron's face from game game four, when when Jamal Murray went back down court shimmying and shit, all dancing, LeBron was on the sideline like shaking his head. Yep, I got you. I got him. And what happened? Game five, Jamal Murray had 17 points. Oh, he's hurt. Where did all of a sudden he come at hurt? Because he was dropping 50 all the Where all this hurt the playoffs? playoffs come from? Niggas is missing a game out of the series and shit. Look at each, each look at each series that the Lakers played. Somebody got hurt in in the last game or the I, game before. I give it to LeBron on like he the greatest of this era, hands down. <laughs> I only say in that argument of putting him like in, with the other greats. Only falling very short <laughs> cause, in my man. He, he, in every statistical category, he leads. Yeah, he's that points, cool. rebounds. There's no other player that he makes that everybody. Error, though. Mike ain't make nobody better. What? Who we make better? Scotty Pippen's no, one of your damn near <laughs> top fifty greatest he right now. Scottie, he made Scotty an all star. He, you know what made he Scotty an all star? Top fifty great. I'm, Mike's tenacity <laughs> made Scotty an all star. It wasn't the, the, the drive and, and and all that. Cuz was a, a, a way a talker in practice. He was shitting on you in practice. Sure. Mike Scottie Mike Jordan's all star level out here. These people. so is he better than LeBron? No, okay. but he's past All Star level. No, I'm where, not saying. No, he's top fifty. I'm made not saying great. Mike made Scottie Pippen the the all, system. Like, the system made him great, cuz. Listen, this, I would say that too. If you I, take, I know, like you said, knowing basketball, I would definitely say that. Cause, like, I, but I'm gonna say even with knowing that. You don't get Scotty Pippen. Don't get that in this system without Mike. He don't get it without Mike. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a prime example, but it's not even way on a level. Me and my homie Booba, Al Cloud. Right. I was athletically gifted. Cuz mm -hmm. had to practice. Mm -hmm. I used to bust his fucking ass. Mm -hmm. You feel me? From me busting his ass, it's like I'm not gonna let keep letting this nigga bust my ass. So I got to stay That's in the gym bad. a little bit more. Hold on, I, I gotta catch the translation real quick because we just want the Mike Jordan and Scottie Pippen and you and Booba Cloud. I'm, I'm comparing. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying. Comparing to the the, mother, the work <laughs> made him better. That's all I'm saying. That hard work. The hard work made him better. And then you playing with one of the greatest of all time. Of course, you got to step your game up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's he gonna slide you in that locker room too. Who did Brown have? <laughs> uh, who did Brown have on Cleveland 
Them first seven years. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. had the best, and one of them years, they had the had best, best record, record in the league. league. Yep. And yeah. he carried them. Book bag. To the finals. Got swept. Of course they're going to get swept because there wasn't nobody there. Mo Williams was a bag of shit. You know what I mean? Delonte West, West was crazy as cat shit. Yeah, Wiley Zerbiak. Zerbiak. But besides Pippen, who did Jordan have? No one. But the offense. Understand. You see what I'm saying? I mean, offense makes listen. If you I got the meanest offense and your role players is, is mm. buying into it, everybody yeah, is gonna work. Broke down plenty times where Mike had to say, and, and he did. Give me this. But that's that what that's what the breaks do. Yeah, they supposed to. Over the Hold on with that shit. But does not, LeBron, does LeBron like, have that killer instinct that Mike had? He does. This is no. and, and y'all don't see it. No spurts I do. Yeah, not consistent. He don't have to do it consistently. You know why? Because he always had another player. He don't. He had Kyrie, a top notch player. Though. He had Kyrie, better than better than Pippen. He had niggas way better than Pippen. Y'all just said he ain't having in Cleveland. No, in Cleveland. Years. That's what the for first seven years. years. From, seven years. from there, he's been able to put his feet up because he had since he left since he left Cleveland the first time. Every everybody he had was a higher caliber than Scotty. Mike was playing in a league where big men ran the game. But I'm telling me tell you this: before Scotty Pippen came to the game. Alright, listen. Alright, look, look, we get too deep in the basketball. We wasn't yeah, we yeah. Let's get it all. Yeah, I'm watching the like the shots being thrown at LeBron. Yeah. Whatever. I said George is the GOAT. I didn't agree with him that LeBron. Nobody agrees with him. Nobody agrees with that. I agree with that. On that. I'm on another planet with this. Sometimes I dream that he is me. I came up on that. But let's get into uh let's get into the Brianna Teller verdict. Now a lot of motherfuckers is is y'all act like y'all surprised, y'all shocked. Y'all, I mean, number one, it took that long for it even somebody even go to court for the shit. So that lets you know what it was gonna be from the rip. But uh, what, what, how y'all feel about that shit? I knew what it was gonna be from the, from the beginning. I knew what it was gonna be, but I'm still upset because in the world today we're not in the '70s and the '80s and the '60s. You feel me? Like. This is old generational racism. These are people that are still alive from the 60s and 70s with generational wealth. White people that are placed in positions that we haven't been placed in in years and probably won't get to until these old generations are out the way. It's simple as that. If you look at it, a lot of owners that own companies or something, they old as hell. And they run it like a plantation sometimes, you know what I mean? If you look at it, if you really look at the fabric of people's companies, they run it like a plantation, man. And oh, hell yeah. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna get no justice until these, until these people are gone. Because this generation <laughs> doesn't see color. I'm down there with Tom Matt with it, to where like, I knew it was gonna happen, but like, like you said, I'm still feeling some type of way about it, cause, but the more, the more part of my little feeling some type of way about it is like, we still, Expect a different outcome when these situations is happening. We we seen the Rodney Kings. Yeah, I mean, we that was seen, in '91. We done seen so many of these type of cases going into these courtrooms where it's supposed to ah, we supposed to get this win. We ain't getting that win in them courtrooms, man. And I'm talking about it's just like because we're until we figure out that man, that system is not for us, point blank, period. 
we gonna keep going through it, and it's sad to say it, man. But it's like, man, but that's where it is, and it's like it's we become so content now that even just keep going through them situations because like, every time it's a story, it's let's like, see how it turns out. Let's hope this be the turning point. It's like it. the toxic relationship. Yeah, let's see if she yeah. leave. Let's see if yeah. she leave this time. Yeah. Let's see if she leave this time. You know what I mean? She can't help but leave. It is. She was in bed. You know what I mean? What, what the fuck? They came to the wrong house. All that type of shit. Because how many times do we hear as motherfucking individuals? Because if the shit's not working for us, get out the fucking relationship. Absolutely. How many times do we hear it as fucking individuals? Because we got to take that same mentality as a group of fucking people. But do you know the excuse you know I mean? that they made of why she was in that predicament? You hear the the, the, the backlash. Something yeah, about yeah. the boyfriend because selling she, drugs. She dealt with a drug dealer. She, yeah. You know, prior to that, he was in a in a homicide or whatever the case may be. So they making it seem like it was bad karma. You know, she put herself in that situation. That's bullshit. Man. Absolute oh, bullshit. I don't agree with it, but you know, that's what the that's the picture that they painted. You see what can that bitch Candace on said? And I got to call her a bitch on that on that bitch because she's in the. The craziest narratives, cuz, and shit. You gotta call her a funky dog head bitch. Yeah, cuz, she was on the tip. Like, damn it, like you were saying that they were like, man, the whole case was a lie. Like Mm -hmm. you said, Gurley was involved with Mm -hmm. the drugs, and this is the lifestyle that comes for it. The police did their job. Here's the thing, though. Even if they was into all that drug shit or whatever, Y'all still was at the wrong motherfucking house. Mm-hmm. Even if they was into all that shit, the cops still came to the wrong fucking house. I'm just, I can say this though, as a man, we don't always tell our, our woman what we always everything that we do. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Especially when we ain't supposed to be doing it. Like if 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 he was selling drugs, you feel me? She probably didn't know. Right. Nah, she knew. Nah, I'm just saying, like, if you she gonna did, know that. Nah, I know you're not. It's something that can hide it. It's girl. something that can hide that. Cause, cause, like, I was trying to tell you, like, true, 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 true. Dudes get away with shit like that, and, and, and the women don't know. You know what I mean? It's a second life. And you know why I just said so freely? Like, I know she knew. How many of these RNs and CNAs and all them boy, got boyfriends that sell drugs and they know it? That's a lot of us. It's a lot that it's a lot know, because it's a lot that don't know. Yeah. You listen, I. I Instance, I was selling weed, my baby mama didn't know we was living in the same house. Mm-hmm. You feel me? She didn't even know what I was doing until my cousin came over. Was you working? With a package. No, I wasn't working. Yeah, okay, listen. If a motherfucker ain't working. But she wasn't seeing the money. You see what I'm saying? Like I knew how to, I knew how to do a little here and there. Alright. You know what I mean? That, that's what you do. You do a little here and there. But if a motherfucker ain't working and they popping up with cash, you know what the fuck they doing. It's one or two things. Yeah, you hustling or you robbing, you scamming. So or now, nowadays, you don't know what. Yeah, nowadays, you don't know. So much out there, these motherfuckers out here playing with the swipes. Yeah, especially today with the old fans and all that shit. Fucking definitely might be presenting some ass. They might not be selling it. I'm just presenting ass. Oh man, from the from the that's crazy too, man. You know. <laughs> yeah, like you said, it's a lot going on. It, it ain't always the drugs. This is the era. The this drugs. is the era of the Matrix. Yeah. yeah, they made that movie years ago. Like it, it, uh, on some real shit, it's always some truth in every movie, regardless mm-hmm. if it's some bullshit or some funny shit. 
it's some truth in every movie that you watch. You know what I mean? So pay attention. Like, just don't just watch it. Watch that motherfucker. Understand you know it. That. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. What? Like, I was watching Malcolm X. I watched Malcolm X 18 million times. Mm-hmm. But then I watched it again. I was like, I was just seeing shit, you know what I mean? That I, I was like, hold up. Mm-hmm. The shit started making sense. So if you do watch a movie the first time, it's always good to watch it twice because... It's some truth in the motherfucker. Oh, you know, when movies, like you said, you gotta watch some movies a thousand times and you still catch some new shit. You didn't even catch the first thousand times you watched that shit. But even with things that got a deeper message, like on some Malcolm X shit, it might be some shit until. It's like you... that said, the word, not to cut you off, my bad, but everything about these movies, cause it's written from somebody's yes, mind. Absolutely. So anything you do see on them genres, remember, like I said, somebody's mind. Thought of this shit, cause mm-hmm. you know what I mean, where it's a screenwriter and the author behind every movie you see out there. So even if it may be the most far fetched shit you can think of, that shit's in somebody's mind, cause you know what I mean. The city is definitely the matrix. I agree with that. <laughs> no, the city. I called it Gotham. This shit is Gotham. This we need an Amsterdam. I tell you that we definitely need a part of this shit to call Amsterdam. These motherfuckers got to get out the neighborhood. Yes. Start with, uh, I don't even go. Is he talking about Rob Ski this week? <laughs> no, we already talked about Rob Ski, man. The Rob Ski joint dropping the day. <laughs> Yo, you ready to run Rob Ski? Brad, Brad Kalopsky. We call him Brad, Brad Ski or some shit now. Brad Ski with five G's. That's what we call him around this motherfucker. Well, we're going to get into the black facts. Hey, Chummy, we got a new sub, man. After we get into the black facts, then we're going to dig deep into Chum, how Chum got into the t-shirt game and shit. But we got a new segment called the black facts where every week we want to shout out or bring awareness to somebody from black history that brought something to this culture today. Um, To let people know it's more than just your LeBrons, your Jordans, Uh your Beyonce's, your Jay-Z's, you know what I mean? So we like to throw out all random people from the... Black Panthers to the to to your all type of inventors, cooks, you know what I mean, whoever. But that's a segment we gonna get into real quick. I call it the little alley you we throw you just some education to throw out there for us and shit. Okay. So this week we gonna do Elijah McCoy. Born eighteen forty four, exact date unknown. His parents fled to Canada to escape slavery in the U.S. At age 15, his parents arranged for him to travel to Scotland for an apprenticeship in medical engineering. The inventor inventor held more than 57 patents in uh, the United States. Mostly of those were related to lubrication systems. That's with all the trains and all that type of shit. Uh, His inventions outside the field of, of steam engines were associated with the quality and good, fu- good functions, people begin using the real McCoy term to uh, refer to quality products. He also developed the design for the ironing board and lawn sprinkler and other machines. Uh, he passed away October 10th, 1929 at the age of 85, and he is buried in Detroit Memorial Park in East Warren, Michigan. So that's Elijah McCoy. Hopefully, hopefully, I pray most of y'all heard about Elijah McCoy. Uh, you definitely heard about the, you definitely heard of the, the term, the real McCoy. 
should have heard that definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's one thing that was dope that that I picked up about as mom and dad sent him to that apprenticeship and in, in, in England or Scot in Scot wherever Scotland that in Scotland. And like I said, they they this is around the time they ran from the United States to Canada to escape slavery. So imagine you living in them times and still I'm gonna send my boy across the world to go get this motherfucking education though. That's that's one thing I picked up. That that was dope as fuck, cause and like you I said, that even be smart enough as a parent to see it. Yeah, yeah to see that. That's crazy. Cause that it, age. I don't I don't know how if y'all can really understand how how terrifying that could be. Again, they had to they had to leave the U.S. and go to Canada to escape slavery. Mm-hmm. So this is already the mindset all around the world. For how black people is, it is you know what I mean, how what we gotta go through. So to send your kid halfway across the world, you gonna learn, then then your kid turns around and becomes one of the definitely top inventors in the world, you know what I mean, in our history. That's shout yeah, shout, shout out, out to them. Definitely, definitely. Because without the iron the boy niggas wouldn't be crispy. <laughs> what? <laughs> Without the artist, boy. Without the creases in the pants. You know, growing up, you had them cre- mom put them creases in them pants. The motherfucker stayed in there forever. <laughs> but again, for this week, that's the Black Fact, Elijah McCoy. That's the alley oop. Go ahead, Google, find out more. That's the alley oop for y'all, though. Motherfucking chum gave me this motherfucking screwball. This shit tastes like a cappuccino. Ranch <laughs> vanilla cappuccino. <laughs> It's the only thing I can drink, brother. Shit got me all right. Old little school bit. ball whiskey. It's peanut butter whiskey. Where we at, they don't sell that shit. And pints, half a pints and nothing. You got to get that shit. From Spanky Johnson. In the middle <laughs> bottle. From Spanky Johnson. <laughs> you got to get it from Ray's Boom Boom Boom. Uh, so let's get into the t-shirt shit, chum. So how you get into the t-shirt shit, man? Like, well, to be honest, my inspiration... <clears throat> Uh, started in two thousand and like seven. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say two thousand five, because I, me and my little cousin, um, Dre Todd, he used to, we used to like, go to the uh, Michael's Arts and Crafts store and buy the little T-shirt paint. Shout out Dre Totten, one of the fastest men in the state. Jim Lightning. <laughs> um, yeah, he, you know, we just, you know, how them skin clothes was back then. We used to just do shit like that. You know what I mean? Just go get the paint, squirt it on the, on the T-shirt. And then I just took it to another level and started making stencils. You know what I mean? But, you know, that was just like for a year, for the summer, we was doing that shit. And then, like, 2007, I was watching this uh, joint on YouTube, and it was about Nipsey Hussle. And it was about his Crenshaw clothing line and shit, like the T-shirt line. And I was seeing how them niggas was starting and all the troubles and the trials and tribulations they went through just to get started. You know what I mean? Selling out the trunk of their car and on the corner. So I was like, damn, you know what I mean? If, if, if they can do that, like, and these is hood niggas, like these is gangbangers. Mm-hmm. If these niggas can do that shit, why the fuck can't I do it? I ain't no gangbanger or nothing, but I lived in the hood, but I got dreams and ideas of, of, of doing this shit. Like, for instance, I mean, like, you know, nigga always got fashion. Uptown niggas always had style. We just gonna keep it a thousand, you know what I mean? And I grew up around a whole bunch of flashy dudes. So it was just, 
it, it was meant to be, you know what I mean? Just for me to do something in, in fashion, period. So how I came about it was uh, like just doing the shirts and making my own stencils. But I knew it was a better way to do it, and I just didn't know how. And somebody turned me on to uh, screen printing. And um, okay. so in 2013, uh, my best friend, who was my wife now, she uh, purchased me a screen printing. It was a two two station four four color press. Now I ain't no shit about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I watched videos and everything just to learn about the process and what it was really about. And you know, every t-shirt y'all wear around here probably has been screen printed, like Nikes and Reeboks, and you see shirts with graphic designs on them, most of them is screen printed. And um, I just wanted to get into it, and I had my, my ideas of my own line, starting my own line. But I knew I just wanted to do, you know what I mean, shit from my hood too. Because if Nipsey can do Crenshaw, why can't I do Uptown? And that was my, that was my, my thought process was like, shit, if he can do the Crenshaw shit, I can do the Uptown shit. It's the Uptown everywhere in America. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But I'm going to do it for my hood. And that's all I was thinking about. And I got the machine in, but I didn't do anything with it. You know what I mean? That shit was just sitting and sitting. This is back when? When did you get the machine? 2013 when 2013. I got the machine. I got my first one. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It was big as fuck. I, ain't, I had everything to go with it. You know what I mean? I did a couple t-shirts. They came out all right, but, you know, I wasn't satisfied. And, like, you know, I had so much shit going on in my life at the time. I just wasn't focused on that. You know what I mean? Like, nigga had to deal with child support. Nigga had to deal with finding a real job because on some real shit, I was working at KFC at the time. Okay. <laughs> I was the cook there. So you ain't like you you still had to grind it? Yeah, you know I mean, so I, I still had to maintain crazy. something. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? To keep me afloat, even though it was still putting me behind. But I was like, man, something better something, out there. Something better than nothing. You Why you mean? got that? So I, I just didn't want to give up on that shit. So um, I fucked around two, three years with the machine. Let it sit, let it get rusty and everything. And uh, I ended up giving it away. Because I ended up landing a good job where I can purchase another machine. And this time, I had the mindset where, okay, fuck it. Me, I've been following Nipsey since 2007, 2008. And just the mindset I took from him, his blueprint. Like, fuck that, you know what I mean? Just, just get, make some money. You know what I mean? You gotta do what you gotta do to get the money. But once you get the money and get your shit and get get, get moving, put all that money back into what you're doing. Right. You know what I mean? So I was able to, 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 to purchase another machine and purchase everything with it. But this time I purchased everything top notch. I wasn't going with just a starter kit. You feel me? So I got everything correctly right. And um, watch more videos. And took it really serious. So I put out uh, probably 65. My first order was 65 shirts. I put out 65 shirts. And then I just like, fuck it. Let me do my uptown shit. And let me do my hood. Just the hoods in Harrisburg. Mm -hmm. So I, I started off just doing uptown and south. But then I was like, man, I got to focus on one thing. Because I was all over the place. Right. You know what I mean? Then I forgot about my brand. Right. You which know is? I mean? Which is Vaselli. Okay. And and, and they got one of them Vaselli shirts on. I got right one now. on right now. You know what I mean? Nice. It's 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 a strange name how I came up with it, but I had to look into the meaning of it, and the meaning of it means king. So mm -hmm. of course, why not do it? Cause we all kings. Right. You know what I mean? I'm gonna put it out there to the masses, and and I'm not giving up. You know what I mean? This is this is my my livelihood. This is my brand. 
You know what I mean? And, and I got to put everything into my brand. So mm -hmm. everything I make, it goes right back in. Like you said, all money in, no money out. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just, I'm just getting started. You know what I mean? So I'm just really getting started. I'm only like a couple weeks in, but people loving it, loving it, the, 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 how I'm doing it because I do my own designs. Right, right. I ain't outsourcing this shit. I'm doing my own shit. So. But it's like you said, cause there were, I can remember back in the day, cause the Chinese people, cause when they came in our hoods, cause mm -hmm. made a killing off of us, cause off of just hats, cause they said north side, uptown, like cause like you said, then uptown, they threw the uptown into yeah, the just joints. of all the little sets of the hood, cause, <clears throat> cause these Chinese people came in and like I'm talking about culture vultures the shit out of it. Yes, they did, and started trouble behind that and, and like, cause get your ass what wearing oh, it. Without a doubt, without a doubt, it was wrong about them dumbass hats. You know what I mean, <laughs> we was uh, it's so crazy cause like they're saying like we could all be starting our own brand and selling this shit to each other, man. It's a lot of women getting into doing it now. Shout out to the women that's in Yeah, it definitely is. Yo, shout out to the women because I, I made a Black Queen shirt um, probably like three days ago. You know what I mean? I just printed the shirts out and, and the women love it. You know what I mean? It's just I got so many ideas that float in my head. I just got to pace myself mm -hmm. because I can't do everything all at once. Right. You know what I mean? Like right now. I'm, Write I'm that a, shit down. I'm Because it's already it's like my brain is amazing on, on the memory tip. Like, I'm not even going to sit here in front, you know what I mean? Like, my memory is really great. But as far as, like, my brand, I guess I'm focusing on that. And just focus straight on that and push it out to, to, to people and push it out to the men and, and let everybody know what it is because it's funky to me. Like, I love it, you know what I mean? And, and, and some people love how I thought about it, you know what I mean? Love how the process I'm doing it, so... I'm gonna continue to keep keep pushing forward like anybody should. Anything that you do, and not to cut you off, but here's something a, a part of your story though. I want to focus in on though. If you was paying attention to the timeline, he said he first got the vision in 2007. Then I believe he said he got another. He got his first machine in 2013. And he gave that machine away, and then what? You got a new one, and I got a new one in this year, 2020. In 2020, the beginning, right? The part, like I say, why I bring that up is because that's called not giving up on your dreams. Sometimes it's going, it's a process. Mm -hmm. it, your shit ain't gonna happen overnight unless you got buku money to fund your shit and start your shit off. But you starting the business off, you starting from the rock bottom. And it starts with the vision first. It might take a minute to get your vision launched off and shit. You just got to stick with that shit. And sometimes it takes for certain shit in life to happen. Like, like you said, shit, or what, COVID, you just got the doing this, what, during COVID season and shit? Like COVID, like on some real shit. Like I lost my job because of uh, COVID. Right, right, because right. The, the company started losing, you know what I mean, contracts. So right. I knew I was being laid off, right? Right. So I was like, damn. And my homie was like, yo, chum, you know, you can touch your 401k, right? I was like, what? He was like, you can go in here and get the money if you want to. I mean, it's, it's, it's your money. You know what I mean? You borrowing from yourself. I was like, oh, word? I said, how much can I take out? He said, how much you got in there you can take the fuck out? <laughs> I was like, but this was before the COVID really hit. So I was like, well, fuck it, man. Let me go ahead and I'm going to grab my, my machine. And I'm going to grab my exposure unit. I'm going to grab this. I'm going to grab. Listen, the shit is not cheap and it's a process. It's different right, from. Let me tell y'all, it's a different. It's a, it's different from heat press and it's a different from DTG. And DTG is direct garment printing. Okay. If you have uh -oh. DTG, 
that means you got some bread. One of those machines <laughs> is like $15,000, all right? Okay. So we, we ain't, ain't nobody really fucking with that. And the right. paint for that shit is expensive. Mm-hmm. Now, heat presses, you can get those from anywhere from 80 to up to 1000 to $1,500. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the thing about the heat press is it's good to do, but I don't think the, longe- the longevity of your garment is going to last because it starts cracking mm-hmm. and, and peeling and everything because it's a heat press and all it is is a picture just melting. Basically, it's like melting into your shirt. Right. Like what this, what you, what you got on right now, that's heat press. This ain't, I don't think this is heat press. That's or it's it's not it's not screen printing though. Nah, you know what I mean. It's either that sugar shirt. Shout out shirt. sugar shirt Star Williams. This ain't, yeah. this ain't but press I'm just saying this is straight paint. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this is paint paint the shirt, and then paint the shirt then heat. It's always yeah, a pro- it's actually different. So I mean, it's right. a process in screen yeah. printing, and I always tell people like you get a screen, you gotta coat it. Mm-hmm. It's just some shit called emotion. You gotta coat it with. Once you coat that, you got to keep it in a dark area. You know what I mean? Once that, once you get your image and you're ready to put it into your screen, you got to get a thing called an exposure unit. An exposure unit ain't nothing but some, uh, I'm going to say halogen lights, like bright, like purple lights or whatever. It's purple on my joint. And you, you put it on there. My joint has a lid. So once you close the lid and put your image on that joint, it burns into the screen. So them lights burn that image into that screen. So once the time, once it burns in, you go and take a, a, a hose or power washer, spray your wet both sides of your screen, then you start spraying it out. You'll see your image once you wet both sides of the screen. But you have also have to do that in the dark room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With a yellow light or a red light, something like that, but not no UV light. You can't use sunlight or regular light because it'll fuck up the screen. Yeah, you know I mean, an embroidery machine is way different than that. An embroidery machine is just is a sewing machine, basically. Right, right, Embroidering right. up, you know, the patches or whatever, what have you. Rhinestones, right? Whatever, whatever you, whatever you like, like rhinestones and they shape. But yeah, like the stitching, this, like the, the screen print ain't nothing but a, a fucking screen, a squeegee and paint. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Because once you burn the image and then you spread it out, you let that shit dry, and that's like I'll be showing screens on Facebook. Like after I get done spraying them out, that pink shit. You that do be in be that dark room shit. I be seeing you on that. Like people shit. be seeing that pink shit and think it's a shirt. No, that's the screen. Like right. that's the emotion on the screen. Once you see that image, you see all the pink shit around it. Once that shit dry, then you tape up your screen where you don't want the paint to fill through. You feel me? And you take your motherfucking squeegee or whatever color paint you got. <laughs> but here's the catch: when you doing dark garments as far as shirts and shit like blue red and you try to put uh another color on it except white or black yeah. if you try to use red and blue paint it's not going to work because it's, it's going to seep into the shirt and whatever red and blue makes is black right mm-hmm. that's what you're going to see so in screen printing you need an under base and the under base ain't nothing but a white base white base then you put your color on top of that this nigga that is telling you how to make the t-shirt your motherfucking self you know even if you got one screen if you don't have multiple screens and you don't have a, a press that can hold multiple screens mm-hmm. you just have to rewash the screen out it'll take a longer process but you can do it you know what i mean at least you know your shit will be lined up straight once you put your base down you can use that screen say your screen say fuck you and you want the fuck you to, to be green but you got a blue t-shirt. Mm-hmm. You put that screen down on the t-shirt, put the white paint on, fuck you first, put your dryer on it, 
let it dry a little bit, and then you take clean your screen off. You yeah, see what I'm saying? Since you only got one screen, clean your screen off. And put the green on. And put the green on that shit, and then that shit'll pop out. It'll be green instead of mixing it with the blue. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Any it. shirt that you wear that is, is a dark garment. Then could you put the uh, embroidery it, over that, like on the same shirt? You could put this. Like you could put you it said. on the same shirt, but like it'll be like you could just put the embroidery on there. Right, right, you know what right. I mean? Instead of the paint, that's up to you. But if you just do the paint, I'm talking like how you got your logo. Yeah, like could you make one of them embroidery? Make one of them embroidery and one. Make the yeah, other one strange. absolutely, right, absolutely. Right. Ain't gonna tell this nigga he don't know how to make his motherfucking shit. Like, 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 like you better. Like, listen, Jew just a heavy Jew just mm-hmm. got dropped. Listen, he just told you how to use this shit, and work the shit. And another thing, when it comes to business, when it comes to business, don't let nobody try to tell you. They want this and they want that. Screen print is different from uh, heat heat press. Like I said, right. you can um, screen print and you got to do all that. It's steps to doing it. And if you already doing one color and the motherfucker be like, oh, I want I want blue. Like, hold on. Nah, you're not going to just change up my shit. Or a motherfucker say, I want you to do a screen for me, but I only want one shirt. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a waste of your time. Unless a motherfucker going to give you $200. Mm. I'm just keeping it funky. Like, I'm not going to sit there and do one screen for somebody in one t-shirt. You got to charge them ladies. You got sixty. It's a waste of your, no, no, you got to charge them more than that, my nigga. Because, because, because like you that. have to. And, and, and look, like this I'm is what's crazy. You. I seen one of them joints when they like motherfuckers be selling t-shirts and be selling them for a Black Life Matter shirt might cost you $60, $80. But it's like, yeah, like. Listen, the, the, the next motherfucker gonna sell you a t-shirt with nah, some shit going on it because it's like because once they get your design because it's easy to keep get printing shirts of it yeah you know what I mean it's too much work so, to do one shirt just one shirt yeah. you got the process is too fucking much because you got to get the screen coat the screen let that dry mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying matter of fact hold on let me back up when you get the screen when you get screens in boxes brand new screens you always gotta wash them first I don't give a fuck where it came from because some of them hold grease in them so you got to get your degreaser put it on there wash your screen first let that dry you feel me once that dry then you put your emulsion on there then you got to let that dry then you got to put the image on the computer and print that out right you see what i'm saying now you're using ink so once you print that out you got to line it up they call it micro registration you got to line you got to registrate your 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 shit you got to line your shit up and then you gotta tape it to your screen. Then you gotta burn it. Once you burn it, then you gotta wash it out. Then you gotta let that dry. Cause you can't coat it, you can't put paint this on the wet screen. This is all just for one shirt. This is all for one, one shirt, design. you see what I'm saying? One, one design. Yeah. So then you gotta let that dry. Once you let that dry, then you gotta tape it. Then you gotta line it up to your palette where your shirt's gonna be on and make sure it's correct. Then you put your shirt on, then you put the tape on your screen so you don't want, like, because your emulsion is not going to cover your whole screen. It's going to be some parts that is going to be bare screen. So you want to take that up so paint won't see through because it's hard as fuck to get out. So once you do all that, that's you see what I'm saying? It's a process. Y'all hear that, people? So even that, that I want to support, oh, yeah, let me get one shirt. With, one shirt would just, just say, uh, stink a butt on it and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I already had people inbox me. It was like, they got a line, but they want one shirt. Like, and I'm telling them, I'm like, yo, how many shirts you want? They was like, well, I want 15 to 20 or, or, or 50 shirts, but right now I just want one. No, hold on. Are we going to sign a contract where you're going to tell me you want that one shirt and 
you're obligated to get the rest of the shirts. When you, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're talking business. Yeah, because again, like you but say, that's get, a process. But then I don't get a response. When I, when, you know what I mean? I don't, don't get a response. Do real back. Business. They don't. So and I'm, see, I'm, and see, they don't understand. Like you said, you just broke what you the fuck you just broke down. I get it now. I can't listen. It took me a long time to get this one shirt, cuz I understand now. I, I get it now. <laughs> right, right, right. And I'm gonna tell you this: don't get frustrated. Don't don't get frustrated. Like it's a process. When you start off, like I fucked up fifty t-shirts. Mm. You know, you gotta learn though. You just gotta <laughs> learn. Like I fucked up. Like I went through my little test pallets. They give you test pallets are little pieces of uh, cloth, kind of cloth paper, kind of cotton paper, where you can test out your screen, make sure your shit's lined up, mm -hmm. and make sure your print's right. I fucked up that whole pack, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, man, fuck it. Let me use a couple t-shirts. I ain't gonna fuck these up. And then. I start seeing. I was like, "Damn, the screen's too close. Let me adjust my." Yo, you want this blunt? Cause you've been trying to crack that backwood yeah. for like thirty minutes. I, I done fucked up two of them, but I, you know, this is the adjustments. Once you got your adjustments, the shit come out like butter. I don't fuck with them. You know, oh, I mean, now you don't fuck with the Dutchess. I got, I got a bag of fucking game leaves. That's what I smoke. Uh -huh. So I, I came prepared. You don't fuck. Say I don't fuck with the Dutchess no more. Listen. Yeah, that's like an emergency. You gotta crack that glass. Hold up. Say I don't fuck with the Duchess no more. I don't fuck with the Duchess no more. All right. You just saying it like you don't fuck with them. Hey, that's like, that's like in case of know, emergency. Used like to, this, used this to fuck with the Duchess. But I'm just saying, y'all. Just you know, what I mean, don't get frustrated. And another thing, <laughs> if you reach out to motherfuckers, believe, best believe some people ain't gonna fucking help you. You Hell feel me? Nah. Like, cause cause people seeing what see what you do. Like it, the fucking social media is everywhere, and everybody's on it. So people see what you do. They gonna fuck with you or not, you know what I mean? And I'm fine with it because somebody gonna fuck with me, you know what I mean? I ain't worried about me reaching out to niggas that's already doing it, you know what I mean? And I know niggas is already doing it. Won't and you say you had bone. to learn all that on your own, Every, right? Everything. That's G shit. Everything. Ain't, I ain't at, because don't nobody do screen printing. But see, that's why a lot of people scared to take that leap because they, they lazy. They don't want to put that work and that research in. You know what I mean? They ain't, they ain't gonna be patient enough to wanna. Nigga, listen, I've seen niggas come from nothing and make something, so why can't I try it? Right. You feel me? Like, regardless of what you go through in life, it's always opportunities in life for you to make it. Like, motherfuckers, is, listen, and, and, and your friends, I'm, and, and I'm gonna keep it real, a, a, a million with y'all. I used to hang with niggas, and, and I, I'm a loyal dude, and. Used to try to turn niggas on to what I was thinking. You know what I mean? Like, come on, cuz it's a t shirt, John. We can do this. Like, and motherfuckers really wasn't catching it. So, I, you know, instead of me putting my all into other people and, and, and my dream with them, let me just focus on me and mine. Mm -hmm. And I did that, and the shit starting to, it's starting to come. The more I put into it, the more I learn, the more I keep getting better. So, why not? And, 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 and motherfuckers from afar are gonna say, Oh damn yeah, cuz I remember when Cuz was here, he wasn't doing shit. You know what I mean? He he wasn't doing nothing. So why can't you just congratulate me though? Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Why can't I just bring you along with me? Because right. that's what I tried to do, but didn't nobody want to catch that 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 hook line. You know what I mean? Like and it wasn't on no, it was on some shit that it, we was two brains, not just one. Right. Yeah, it's my dream, but I'm incorporating you into this motherfucker because whatever so you say, go. I'm gonna take it in and right. be like, yeah, we can do that. That's dope. Let's do it. Right. But th they didn't want to ride with me. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't already had the machine already. I just asked for this. This if you getting all this money, why can't you put a couple dollars into it so we can get extra shit so we can take off? I just got the basics. 
If you got thousands of dollars, why can't you just that word unity that you we see what I'm saying? That, that we don't but fully they didn't want to jump with me, cuz so I was like, right. fuck it, I'm gonna jump off the off the ledge my fucking self. Right, right, right. And it's it's gonna work out fine, you know what I mean? Cause my supporting my supporting cast is cool. And even if I didn't do it, I'm determined enough to do it my motherfucking self. Because you can't wait on nobody. You know what I mean? For you your know, for you your know, dream. You know the crazy shit, cause it's like cancer though that we're with. We so easy to unify with the bullshit, cuz. But when it really comes to something that, you know what I mean, it takes a little bit of brain power that niggas might have to use their brains together the with a little and bit. Shit. Niggas don't want to think they about it that it. much because we are nah, we want to, man, fuck that. I'd rather motherfucker. You want to go half on this motherfucking work, cuz? Yeah. And it'll be on some shit like that, you know what I mean? And so these are the type of people we've been conditioned to be around with the type of mentalities. Yeah. And, yeah. Even like a lot of work, like when they had, because at times in our hoods where we came up from, it was so many people, I'm talking about, that had money to eat. Even with these motherfuckers that had the CCT shirt, cuz, they even were like you talking about, cuz, they even put the shit on the t-shirt, cuz, and just do that in the hoods, cuz, cuz they could have took that shit somewhere oh else and God. did somewhere else with it, but niggas is being all caught up to what niggas is into and being conditioned to what we into, cuz, our mentality is get caught. We'll easily unify about some bullshit, cause like I was saying, then we will about some real shit. Though, e- even when it gets deeper, cause on the unification of us as uh, nation building and shit like that, we would rather do it with somebody else's shit than our own. Yes, I, I said this. I always say this. It's a million mother. I ain't gonna say a million, but it's a lot of niggas who got a lot of money, right? And I ain't talking about, I'm talking about like the Diddy's and the mm-hmm. Jay-Z's and all that. Mm-hmm. Don't you know that we can start another Black Wall Street? Easy. Easy. Easy peasy all that These mm-hmm. niggas don't want to do this shit because they so controlled. Because mm-hmm. if they make if they make a decision, like if they be really militant about their decisions, mm-hmm. you already know because it's a wrap for them. All that money in the bank somehow is just going to disappear from mm-hmm. them. Cause they're not, cause they're not, cause they're not controlling their own money. They money control just like any other motherfucker who got a billion dollars is controlled. Don't think you got to that billion dollar status and you didn't do some strange for that change, my nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Sandra, cause they could be the hero, the night, and tomorrow when they wake up, cause all oh, that shit done turned on them so fast, cause this story done leaked from the media, cause. And now you public enemy number one, cuz. Stories out All of nowhere that, popping up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like from bullshit about Bill Cosby. Cause. But hold up, before we switch gears and shit, tell them the name of your brand again. Oh, Vaselli, Vaselli Clothing, that's what is it's, it's going down. And how can they get that shit? You can get that by just contacting uh, Chummy Don John on Facebook under Quincy Quincy or on Instagram under Chumley. Um, All right. Shirts is $25 a pop. You know, uh, you're welcome to get multiple, multiple of them if you want in different colors. Not just one. <laughs> oh, and for the ladies, I got the black, I got the black queen uh, t-shirts. They really nice too. So, you know, just you know, if you if you choose to choose, if you don't, you know, still all love. And more to come, more to come. Again, Absolutely. that's Vaselli by Chummy Quincy Edgerton. Mm, 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 the Uptown Legend. You a businessman, what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get into the the the, the uh, 
you know, Kai Kai ain't here. I don't know what's up with Kai Kai. Oh, you gonna have some topic. beef with Kai Kai. Man, we gonna have Brad man, for the next listen, episode, probably. <laughs> they ain't. They been in my man. Listen, you better get with it or get lost. Shout out to him, man. Kai, love man. We gonna go through it. We already. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit started bad. <laughs> but the last topic was how far back does violence in the black community go? And are we willing to fix it? And this is what Kai Kai picked off her brain for us this week. So again, this is... One more on Kai Kai Yeah. Shout out to you on that, Kai Kai. You here so. even when you ain't here. You here. You here. You with us. Mm-hmm. And that was a good question that she asked, though. So I told her. Go ahead. I'm a, like, from my point of view, like, as far as like the, the strictly black on black violence and how we do each other. I'm only speak from like on this uh, American history, right? Like, damn man, to where all that, all that's like it's not even good. We can, a lot of us is still living within our parents' time, where our parents can even talk about it. The where it wasn't a lot of violence because in their upbringing in their neighborhoods, that got brought on because I'm gonna say within. A lot of the drug era, cause within that, right, the coke or crack, yeah, cause the way it got extremely publicized, media, you know what I mean, the where the media was pumping that, like this is all that's going on in the neighborhood. Even when I came up in my na- in my in the early eighties and all that, cause cause there wasn't a whole bunch of bang bang shooting shooting old heads dying every night, young boys dying every night. It wasn't a whole bunch None of, of that. It, it happened randomly, you know what I mean? But even, I'm a, uh, and to be honest about it, because even when it still happened, because we know why this stuff happened, because ain't none of these crimes random, because we know why our majority of the shootings and stuff happened, because, you know what I mean? But we got to do a lot of pointing home at that with that stuff. But to uh, get back to the real topic at hand, uh, like you were saying, getting back to how far back how far it goes. goes back with our communities, on American soil, you, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a point in like, like at within that late seventies era, towards the early eighties era, because to where it, it got extreme, because which is pretty much the, the coke and the crack era. You know what I mean? That's the disco in and that crack era. I think that, it was really that crack era was, was a doozy. It was, it was mm-hmm. like the murder rate rose in every goddamn state. Especially every every like major city, mm-hmm. the murder rate was 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 raising crazy because like New York, uh, L.A., Chicago, My, down you know Miami, I mean? Texas, all that shit like the murder rate was crazy because that was a different drug. Right. It was cocaine, but it was a different drug. But though. it was fried. You know what I mean? Huh. So, and the high only lasted ten minutes. It was cheap. Cheap as fuck. Talking about cheap, cheap, cheap. I remember it was a point in time like. You get an eight ball for a hundred dollars, eighty dollars. Right. You know what I mean? So let me ask y'all this: Is 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 the as speaking for our community? Is is it, it? Are we like equal right now to where it was in the crack era, or is it worse? Is it is it a little as far better? As murder rate is worse. Yeah, what these kids is doing. It's worse. Worse. It's way worse because yeah. it's, it's 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 no responsibility. Like I'm talking about from the parents though. 
It's no responsibility because these kids is out here anytime, anywhere, doing anything. And there's no repercussion at home. When they get home, they can do anything the fuck they want in school, get suspended, go home. It really ain't, they ain't getting no ass whoopings. Them days is out. And, and, and don't blame it on the single parent home because the community raised these kids. Mm-hmm. When I came up, you fucked up. You getting fucked up from the community, not just your parents. Especially if you did something and the neighbor seen you, they yanking you the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But they, no, you still can't say don't blame that home. It starts at home. Yeah. And then like, again, we all dropped, the, as a community, the whole community as a whole, everybody dropped the ball. Yeah, because you let people... Because back then, when that one home was slacking, like you say, then the community got them once they come out these yeah, doors. Because back then, yeah. the parents allowed the community to, Absolutely. to check your child. Nowadays, you, these parents, you, you don't want nobody saying nothing to your child. You, but you're not going to check your child either, though. Right, right. I seen, listen, I seen the mom, I seen the, the kid disrespect a grown person. The mom standing right there. As soon as the grown person says something smart back to the kid, the mom said, bitch, don't be getting smart, my motherfucking son. Like, what kind of shit is that? You know how many moms is just out here okay with partying with their kids? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Condoning the violence that their kids into and ready to stand by their side and, 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 and fight, shoot. It wasn't like that back then. It wasn't. Never. You was getting Never. fucked Absolutely. up. Absolutely. My grandma pop, go on upstairs. You're done. I had to be in when the streets lights was on. Absolutely. Like, it, it ain't none of that no more. You Certain know, age. It, from when I, I say on social media, if I, if I even give a, a, a fart of a, of, a, of, a, of a female having to take in accountability for her for her household. You know, listen, you know how many moms <sighs> let their kids. Y'all don't like that shit. You know how many moms let their kids play uh, Fortnite all fucking night? All night. <laughs> like, ain't nothing. Ain't no education at home or nothing. Ain't no. You don't even show these motherfucking kids how to cook. Because you don't know how to cook. They so different because they would, like, because they're saying that the parents will be, <clears throat> excuse me, will even come to join the kids in a fight because the worst, like, mm, even me as I've the. I've seen that. Because I would never, even in my teenage years. I would never ever go get my parents to come join me about nothing. Mm-hmm. And even with my younger sister that's younger than me. Go get them, get my ass get, whooped in front listen, of everybody. If, you, if, if my younger sister or anybody got into any of that as a, on, on a girl tip, I wish you would go get my mom to come out here and fight with you with me being your brother. Like, what, 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 or anybody else in my family like that, though, to work. I would don't go get my aunts about no fights or anything like that's your business to be handling about that. That's what y'all you into. I mean? Yeah, if that's what y'all to go get your parents cuz or your, something like that for a fight. Like, cause these people is weird. <laughs> I'm talking about weird, 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 man. But it'd be a lot of them raised like that. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of them raised to uh always be running back, but you know I mean try to get somebody to get out of some shit you done got into. You know what I mean? And especially if like it's crazy though, cuz it's crazy because these motherfuckers do it. I see, like I said, I see motherfucking kids play with their motherfucking parents with guns and everything out here. Where man, we both got guns and we both coming and we both gonna get the cutting up out here and it could go down at any given minute. You know what I mean? They don't but, fear the consequences, man. They, uh, they, so, oh. they so blind to the con, they don't care. That's but even as the parent, they were like, because how ain't we, like you said, because how ain't the parent checking these kids to where it's like, oh, for, for one, I'm not going to this fight with you because 
You should have handled that before you got here. From the gate, and if we're anything about that, because the last thing I'm going to think of as a parent is to put, to put my child in harm's way any more than what they already are. So I'm going to be not saving you, but we're going to get, save you from that incident. You know what I mean? Some way, somehow, before it comes to automatically let, let's go get violent again. See, it was different because, you know what, when we was kids, it wasn't, like, it wasn't no guns. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I can remember one time, uh, I went home and shit, and my motherfucking nose was bleeding. And my mom said, what happened? I was like, I was just fighting. She said, where he at? I said, he's still over the playground. She was like, you want to fight again? I was like, yup. She was like, come on. <laughs> she took me around the playground, yo. She was like, which one of y'all was fighting? He want to fight you again. Mm-hmm. He looked, seen, and threw his hands up. Didn't disrespect my mom not one bit. Of course not. Not back then. We fought. She was like, y'all done? We both said, yeah. And I went home. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no she jumping in fighting. Right, she right, just right. wanted to make sure that, okay, this is my son. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure he stands up for himself. Mm-hmm. Not me going over here defending him. Mm-hmm. You or know trying what to mean? bully somebody else's oh, Absolutely. Kid. I want to make sure he know how to defend himself. And making sure he's safe while he's going absolutely. through. Absolutely. Like you said, let them even get their little uh, issues off. And even when they do get it off, I'm still knowing he's safe when he's going to be back outside. Absolutely. Because I just let him get it off his and, chest. And, and you know what's so crazy? Three days later, we was back on the playground playing. You yeah. better believe Hell yeah. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like not this. today, though. No, not today. They want to kill you. because you ain't had no strap, though. You, had, you ain't had no strap. Yeah, I, know, I, ain't, I ain't know nothing about no motherfucking gun then, at though. 13 years old. You mm-hmm. feel me? I wasn't worried. The only gun I knew was a water pistol. Mm-hmm. I ain't want to know anything because I was too busy having fun being a kid. Man, but like I said, he already got it in the world. It wasn't no, oh, he went back and ran and told yep. to come and get in this shit with me. Yeah, I mean, I just went home with a bloody nose. Yeah, Mom Dukes was like, "Oh, what happened?" What's I was fighting. On? She was like, "Do you want to fight again?" Mm-hmm. Because you come. She home said, "I do that shit." We just want, you know, we want to make sure you. you if, if, a nigga might have got jumped to anything. So that's yeah, that's, a, that's a prime example. What he just said, as far as you know, Mom Dukes taking you back. You want to fight? We gonna fight. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, Mom Dukes, the, the son, the daughter, come home. What happened? Uh, I was in a fight. Let's they go. not taking you back. They want to go back and fight their mom, yep. their dad, their sisters. You got females out here really thinking they can beat dudes. Like they, you got females out here really wanting to fight dudes. Like this era is so deranged yeah. from what it was back then. Yeah, it ain't yeah. no come on, son. We gonna go fight. Nah, who? We're, you posting on Facebook? Who know this child's parents? Not because you want to talk it out. Because you want to go knock on that parent's door. Because you want to fight him. You want to pull a gun out. You want to stab. Whatever the case may be. This era is is is, is crazy. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I was raised in that era because with some sense. Because my son came home one day talking about Dad, this little boy, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, where are you at? Here around the corner. His mom was standing up. Well, let's go around here and talk. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing no talking. Fuck that. Shut up. We go around that corner. That mom standing on the porch. And ki- oh, it was a bunch of other kids playing football. Take my son back around there. Uh, ma'am, can we talk? She was like, sure. What's up? My son and your boy was fighting. She was like, yeah, it was a little friendly fight. It was a disagreement over football. Mm-hmm. Your son threw the ball in my son's face and ran. My I, son caught. All I said was, why would you do that? Because he made me mad. Apologize to him. I said, y'all good? He was like, yeah, y'all going to play again? 
Yeah, me and the mom sit, sit still there and talk for a couple more minutes. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It wasn't no rah rah and no going over there cussing her out. Because you gotta understand, they kids, kids is gonna have little foolish. And kids gonna come home and lie to you too. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like I said, a lot of times they don't even get taught how to deal with their emotions, and a lot of us jump the guns with them because we ain't listening. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Man, we listening like I said to learn, even know how to. Uh, Solve them little disputes because a lot of us as adults don't know how to fuck the door. Right. There's a lot of adults that don't don't want to talk it out. Yeah, they don't want to be like, yo, listen, yeah. there was a miscommunication. It's probably it's, 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 nobody wants to yeah, talk. Yeah, we just witnessed some shit Friday, nigga over <laughs> nigga arguing with one nigga about his baby, about some other nigga with his baby mom, blase, blase. He telling the story. He like, yeah. This nut ass nigga was fucking my baby mom too, and nigga in the car and shit. <laughs> nigga got out the car like, man, let me holla at you, man. Homie ran straight to the strap. Like homie got out the car, he immediately started. Like I said, he was popping that shit. He said it so he could hear it. He like, yeah, this nut ass nigga was fucking my baby mom. <laughs> homie got out that car like, let me holla at you. Straight to the strap. When I say straight to the strap, cuz, straight to the strap. So now he come back with a whole little posse behind him. They acting like they trying to hold him back. Then somebody eventually takes the gun from him. Right. But he he talking all, oh, I'm going to kill you when I, next time I see you. Straight to the strap, cuz. Now, number one, if it's an issue, y'all could have y'all boxed it out right there. Like I said, that, that's where you could tell that's what homie was, was fitting to do when he got up out that car. He was hitting him on some, let me holla at you, but you know how an old head gonna hit you. Like, let me see how you react when I hit you with this. Let's holla real quick. Meaning, we could talk, but go ahead and talk that fly shit. See if I don't punch you right in your shit. Young boy ain't want no parts of that. Because this is the era of people, you know, these young boys, they don't know how to take a loss. They scared to lose a fight. Mm-hmm. They scared to get punched in the face. Why? Because they scared of what they homies gonna say. They scared of what that girl gonna say. Man, or scared up. that John might be on that camera yeah, and they that John that. getting sent viral. I mean, they scared to take hey, a look. I, I'm, I'm gonna say this also. These little niggas' chins are like glass. <laughs> <laughs> we just gonna keep it always out. These little niggas' chins, they built different. Like niggas coming up in our air, we could take punches. These niggas is falling, getting knocked out, put to sleep by, by the wildest ugliest punches I've ever seen in, in fighting. They fighting like girls and getting put to sleep with open hands. Because these niggas, <laughs> not, a lot of these niggas don't want to get to fight the baggies. The baggies ass. Like I said, doing some G shit, because we came up because you had to, your record already had to be something like at least about a nine and two out here because <laughs> running around the way these niggas is running out here because... You being generous, cuz you being generous, cuz you being generous. They O and O, they don't even want to fight. Nah, cuz they had a pre amateur joint or something. Cuz no, I can't do nothing. You know that saying is true. Yeah, man. Loudest in the room is the scaredest in the room. So when them dudes be out there barking all this, they he was definitely loud, making the scene, all that. Hoping that somebody step in and save him, and then they can go back and on social media tell my girl, man, I was ready to cook, cuz. Whole time you scared for real. 
but you done listened to some money bag, yo, little baby. Pop to a little perk now. You now, now you ready to go? That's dip. it. And then when you wake up in that cell and see them charges, like damn, I did that. That's it. Little baby told me to go in. Hey, yeah, I, 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 listen. I don't see how a generation can be influenced by another person. Like a generation is influenced by music. When they hear this music, you see how many kids out here drinking lean, popping perks, and. And doing all this nut shit that they never did in their life. I was about to say, music is going to influence you like that. I can see how it can happen because we all got influenced like that off of people sometimes. But, but it, that, they know that music too is a motherfucker. Listen, I, I seen, listen I, I seen a, a motherfucker said, Young Jeezy get him ready for the trap to go sell drugs. Mm -hmm. I said, if he gets you ready for the trap to go sell drugs, you ain't motivated by yourself. You motivated by another motherfucker. And if you ain't motivated by yourself, you already lost, my nigga. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he ain't get that shit. He was like, man, fuck all that. And guess where he ended up? <laughs> where Young Jeezy ain't in jail. <laughs> but that's that frequency because these people are already smart enough to know, like, they could send them frequencies up because they could control us a Absolutely. little bit. Because even people like Bob Marley did it with music. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Pops did it with music. Yeah. There's so many of us that could uh, send them frequencies out because it's like you said, it's... We getting trained now and dumbed down to like because instead instead of using the music to get ready for the basketball yeah. game, they mm -hmm. doing it to get ready for the trap. Cause the word is, man, like we do it because off of that music too, and, and so these people that use that to know it. Hip hop didn't start out because how that shit is okay, now. Because absolutely. absolutely, this shit right now that they pumping out here because the way they got our music because they stole it from us. They culture vultured this again. Mm -hmm. cause, Hence, yeah, that's man, why you was, can't go out to the bar, the club, and have fun because nobody in there is having fun. It's everybody all me mugging. mugging. It's you know everybody getting drunk to the point you know they remember motherfucking yeah. house parties. Everybody was just, even niggas, the hardest niggas was on the floor. Yeah. Whether it was a slow song or they got you off the wall. You feel me? Now you go to a club, niggas is too drunk, too high to do <laughs> anything, and they always looking at a nigga. Because if Bumpy Johnson and them's error and all that, when they played the night scenes and all that, did the nightclubs. Because motherfuckers went out to dance, mm -hmm. went out to get loose, went out to enjoy themselves. You know what I mean? Even all the way up, because until that era, I was talking about them drugs and the music and all that, because of where they started culture vulturing us. Soul Train and all that shit, because kept us having a good time, kept yes. us dancing with each other. Yes. All that shit, because that, like, that shit plays into our frequency, because into mingling so, with so each other. So y'all saying we need like more that. dance battles at the bar? I wouldn't say dance battles, mm -hmm. but we need but even more. Even the DJs, though, that's why they play the type of music they play. Slow dance or something Every, out here. So what bar you going into that ain't playing money back, where you going at right now, because when you see a lot of dancing at within your city, cuz. I don't know where. That's why when we was coming on the highway, listen to the music. Just with Philly, I said, Even when I came up as a young boy, because I know I could go up to the clubhouse, cause and then whine mm -hmm. a little bit if I chose to do that shit. You can't go yeah, around. But even around. with that music, then, because we could still dance to it a little bit. Yeah. Dance to this, this music. This shit they got out here now. This music is me versus me. Even going to the club, but you got, we got. You might you see a random other, ass drunk ass, ass bitch just the, start like, busting it open. You the out of town club, cause and vibes with the music. If you go to out of town clubs <coughs> and listen to the music, cause they're to, to where you're out dancing and shit like that, cause they're not playing the dumb shit, cause they're playing Dancing a different group. vibe, cause to get people to music and vibe. They're music that's that Sean the, the Paul. Tough music. Yeah, yeah. cause of Sean Paul. Broke niggas saying something and something's popping. It, you know what yeah. I mean to keep the motherfucking crowd going, but you're not gonna get that shit of just stand around everybody meme up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean everybody just you know what I mean. 
You ain't gonna get that shit, man. But this is what, especially our city. I'm gonna speak for our shit because this is all we got right now. Any bar or club you go to. Well, I don't know. Remember the club we walked past last night? I don't know what that was. Like you said, you gonna get your oh, bag money no. up and not we did, we and I all, the music, all the music now is just pussy popping and, and, and twerking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all just for the women to the, 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 the pussy and pop and twerk. Mm-hmm. Because you go to any bar in the club, you see the women on the floor and all they doing is shaking their ass. Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't too many women that's just dancing with a nigga like... It's all, I mean, like when you go to the house parties, mm-hmm. women dance. Mm-hmm. Of course, they spun around and gave you, you know what I mean, back it up on you, but it, it wasn't the whole <coughs> night. It wasn't bending over. You wasn't dancing <coughs> fucking abroad. You know what I mean? You got a, you got the dance moves in. Everybody house party. You yeah. Move because it was really like that shit. <coughs> the old wait. Yeah, Hold up. Right. Like you women. said, nowadays, it's strictly twerking. Man, that's put crazy. Put the camera out. You might as well go ahead and put a wow. pole in the middle. I guarantee you they jump on that bitch. Yeah, they might look at you crazy you try to go dance with one of them bitches. You know what I mean? That's they strictly, strictly, strictly for social media. Uh, oh, but look, we going to get into our our uh, quick tip. It's the last segment we try to throw out there. The quick tip for this week is going to be love yourself. Learn how to love yourself. That is one of the key, most vital things in life to be able to grow. Self-love. You must first love yourself. You can't love no one else till you learn how to love yourself. I don't care who it is, your kids, your mama, your daddy, whoever, your best friend, that motherfucker you think you're going to marry, you just met three months ago and shit. Until you learn how to love yourself, you cannot love no one correctly. Quick tip to tell them how to get there because it's only going to come from your brain. So you better make it come from there to make you see that love. Real shit. But this is the Close Your Ears podcast. I want to thank y'all for listening. I got with me to my right motherfucking chummy Don John. Say peace out to him, cousin. I appreciate the love. Y'all have a good one. Tell them where to get the shit again. You can get the shirts at either Quincy Quincy on Facebook or uh, Chumley on Instagram. And that's Vaselli, right? Vaselli or, or the Black Queen shirts. They, the Black Queen edition, that's what I call it. All right, we got the B-Gales with us. Yo, yo. And the Aboriginal passing that joint. He got the pick in his head like fudge from higher learning. Mr. Breakfast, we the fuck out of here. <laughs> we out of here. Peace.